This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Yes, 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 and yes, the Modern Eater Show live right now. Okay, we finally got it going. We're back. All right, we are doing it. Richie, you did a great job stretching there. Uh, live on Facebook, live on YouTube. Go to themoderneater.com. You can check us out, and there's a live feed there to the show. Big show with us tonight. Brian Freeman to my side. You look very dapper, my friend. Well, thank you. Thank Handsome you. man. Handsome it's the holidays, man. man. Your jacket was my shirt. I mean, literally, <laughs> Brian walked in with a jacket on that was like my shirt. I had to make you take it off because we looked a little crazy. But uh, happy holidays, and that's what it's all about, a little bit thank of you. holiday parties yeah, going exactly. on here. So thanks for joining us tonight. Big show straight to the man of the hour right now, Kevin Morrison. Tacos, tequila, whiskey, no commas. No Let, comments. Let's Straight go, through. baby. I know. Straight let's, through. This is cool stuff. So I don't know. The FCC regulations, I don't even know if I can say the uh, the, the P word is weird. You can say the P word. The P word. In, I, in Spanish, you can say it. Yeah, so uh, F word, Spanish, and then tacos. That's what you're yep. known for here in town. That's how we got started with a food truck. Oh, I know it. Cherry Creek. Cherry Creek Farmer's Market, uh, Pearl Street Farmer's Market. That's where we started. You, you guys never cross paths, you and Brian Freeman? He's always running around at farmer's markets. No, I, if, I, if he was dressed like that, I would have noticed him. I, I know you would, but he's usually not. He's usually in a shirt that says either resist or I love dirt or something like that. But truly, uh, and let's just back up. You're going to assemble some delicious food here for us tonight. But, um, I mean, here you go. Your, your, your career is long and illustrious. It's just getting going, but your beginnings is in produce. Yeah. So I was, uh, let me see, got back in, dates back to my days in Chicago. I was dealing with specialty produce and then came out to Denver, started my own company, Red Tomato, and then we went from a specialty vendor to a mainline vendor. But my, my passion and my heart was with the specialty stuff. Now you, you were kind and of doing money. microgreens and lettuce. <laughs> okay. Is there money in that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially at that time. Brian, there's money yeah. in that. Did there's you know? I know, you know, something. <laughs> Grower's organic. He, He's got great stuff. We use his stuff. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. Brian. Uh, again, uh, the, the term that we coined is uh, Brian's forgotten more than we'll ever know about <laughs> produce. I, and I love that about you, Brian. How much uh, uh, you've gone to every one of these restaurants and fish and beer. Yes. I haven't gone to. You have? I haven't gone to fish and beer, but I've been to his. You guys need to get out more, man. Well, listen, talk about it real quick. Yeah, fish and beer. We're at 3510 Larimer in mm-hmm. Rhino. Uh, dinner only, six nights a week. Wood fired, grilled. M- majority of our menu comes off the wood fire. Everything you would want. Alamosa bass, East Coast oysters, West Coast oysters, octopus. Great chef in there. Great bar program. Changes all. Everything changes all the time. Fun. Small place, 50 seats, so it's yeah. busy. So back to the tacos. Yeah. Um, second choice. Burgers was your deal. Burgers, I was trying to do a burger joint, and three people beat me to the punch. So I'm like, ah, tacos is second. What were those burger joints at the time? You know, I, got, I think Tad Burger Bar, Smash Burger. Uh, I can't remember the oh, other There's like one. Smash, like Park, that. Lark. I like, <laughs> I like Bad Daddy's yeah. or one yeah. of those as well. I'm happy I settled on tacos, though. I love well, it. So is yeah. Denver. So is yeah, Denver. Yeah, that's my passion, And man. thank you. Colfax location. Colfax was our original one. Yeah. Colfax in York. And then... Um, was that 2012? Jeez, 2011, Halloween night, 2011. Halloween night. Yeah, and then 2013, we opened in the Highlands. Did you feel like that first place at Colfax was a risk just because no parking? 
I mean, you've got the little lot on the side there, but. You know, I didn't only because the rent was so cheap, and that's the only reason I took that place is because I knew I could get a job and pay rent if it went under. Yep. So I wasn't too worried about it. Now looking back, how I look at locations with parking, demographic, car counts, all that stuff, it was kind of a risky move. Yeah, Yeah. but you do well there. I mean, every time I've been in there, you guys are busy. I mean, always. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because Colfax BID actually uses an example of how you can be successful on Colfax. (laughs) It was a little challenging in the beginning. There's a lot of atmosphere down there at Colfax. Yes, there is. Yeah. So and there still is, but Colorful. that's what makes it great. Yeah, and kind of fits the brand. It does, right? Yeah, it yeah. does. We're, I mean, we're street tacos. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta gotta be a little gutsy coming in. Yeah. So your background with Mexican food, what's up with that? Tacos, tequila, whiskey—that was it, man. Uh, I grew up in a part of Indiana. We had a lot of family-run Mexican restaurants, uh-huh. and my dad would always take me, and just love the cuisine. But I grew up. Our tacos at home were, you know, the ground beef, the packaged package seasoning, <laughs> cheddar cheese. No doubt, huh? Yeah. But I the still McCormick love, seasoning. Exactly, man. But I still love those. When I do taco night at home, that's what I do. MSG. Nice. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, here it is. You're in tacos, now fish and beer. But ingredients-wise, three is where you like it? Uh, I mean, three, that's how you were taught, right? Three is simple, yeah. So the guy I worked for in Chicago, I loved the dude. He was my chef mentor, my business mentor, because he was a chef owner. Paul LaDuca from Vinci. Oh, yeah. Then went on. He opened the Mexican concept, Adobo Grill, who's killing it today. Oh, he Yeah, that's Adobo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he does great. So I worked for him. I got to work for him for a year and learned more than I realized. Mm-hmm. Every year I kind of shoot him a, shoot him an email and said, hey, man, thanks for being hard on me. Thanks for instilling, you know, the basics into me. But now, he was always mean, three ingredients. Does that mean no complex flavors? No, you can, you can still get a lot of complex flavors. I mean, I don't stick to the rule 100%. Our lingua taco, we probably have five or six different mm-hmm. ingredients in there. But what our philosophy at tacos is, you know, we're using ingredients that are native to Mexico. I'm just putting a gringo twist on it. Yeah. You know, because I didn't, I didn't grow up with the cu- cuisine. Uh-huh. I didn't study the cuisine. I know what I like as a chef because that's my background. I think I got a decent handle on what the public wants. So, you know, I went to Mexico every year. We, we'd always go to Tulum, and I'd always seek out the street vendors. And I just look what they're doing, and I kind of gringo fight, as I call it. Nice. Put a twist on it. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, your favorite? I got two questions. No, Sorry. Go ahead, two, my favorite is the one I'm doing. I got two favorites. The one I'm doing tonight, queso a la plancha, vegetarian, griddled cotilla cheese, which they call Mexican Parmesan, uh, avocado or guacamole, tomatillo salsa. But my favorite meat ones are carnitas. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's simple. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what's your favorite tequila or whiskey? Oof. Wait, and whiskey. Tequila or and tequila. Whiskey. No, tequila or that's a tough one. Depends who's paying. <laughs> hey, I'm paying. Oh, okay, you're paying? Uh-huh. Um, you know what? Uno Dos Trace is an amazing tequila. All, all lines, like yep. their Unos, their Blanco. Mm-hmm. They have an amazing tequila. I Are like you a Blanco that. guy? I'm a Blanco guy, yeah. I think yeah, everybody yeah. is. I'm wondering it's just, who's drinking these other ones. Yeah, no, it just, it, I mean, it's our most popular, mm-hmm. and it's just a great tequila to sip. I love it with a cigar. Um, and then as far as whiskey... Man. Local. Just say local. Oh, local? Strannies. Like, yeah, Strannies, all yeah. right. That's yeah, yeah. your deal right there? Laws, laws I'm, I'm a big Laws guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's because you're paying, but I'm a big Laws guy. Ah, let's go. <laughs> I know Al, so we'll just have Al yeah. bring No, they have off. great stuff. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Uh, so fish and beer, out of left field or no? Um. Yeah, but that's kind of how I like to do things. Yeah. You know, shoot I asked the hip. him earlier. I don't even know if he wants me to remember. Hey, man, why'd you get He said, I was bored. Yeah, I was bored, honestly. Really? I mean, that's how I kind of, like. I kind of feel like I run my course for a while and I need something new. 
So it was fish and beer the last three years, and now I'm jumping back into the kitchen at Tacos, and we're kind of elevating our dining, our uh, taco program again. Are you so, bored again yet? I'm bored a little bit. Really? I think it's my ADHD, so I try to use it to my advantage. <laughs> is that what it the, is? Med, the meds aren't working, so I'm just using it to my yeah, advantage. Sure. So back, and rewind, spicy pickle. Yeah. Do you mind talking about that just a little bit? It's a sour story, but I, it's all right. I know, but I think it's a lesson to learn. No, it was a good experience. Yeah. I didn't go to, well, I went to a lot of colleges. I just chose not to finish. So, so that was kind of my education in life. One of the founders? Yep. Or the my, founder? No, one of the founders okay. was a buddy of mine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Spicy Pickle. Then it, you, you. We were, it was great. You know, Tony Walker and I started it. Uh, he was the chef at Barolo Grill, and I had the red tomato produce, and we decided to start this company. Uh, spicy pickle. Wasn't there one on Eighth and Colorado? Eighth and Colorado was our second location. Ninth and Lincoln was our first. Yeah, oh, Ninth and Lincoln. Yeah, and uh, I would drive to Ilfornile, the restaurant that was in town. They baked our bread fresh every day, so I'd drive there, pick it up. We used boar's head meats and cheeses, um, some cool ingredients. I mean, at that time, it was really different. Sun-dried tomatoes, roasted eggplant. I mean, in a sub sandwich, yeah. you know, where do you get roasted eggplant? Yeah, I'm a roasted portobillos. I love that. It was, it was so fun, man. It was so fun. It was a good. It was a good ride. Ten years. Making ten years. Yeah. Making sandwiches. Yeah. And then nope. we went. We started franchising, and then we went public. And, 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 and so, new CEO, right? New, new CEO. Yeah. And said, uh, "We're going a different direction, sir." He, he invited me to take my talents elsewhere. Did he really? <laughs> Very politely. That's an interesting. Thing. So, so I got fired from the company I started. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it happens. I was very vocal, and uh, I wasn't a great employee. Did so you go down? I'm like, man, I better open my own business because I'm, I'm unhirable. <laughs> Listen, I say that all the time. Yeah. I'm unemployable. Yeah. I truly yeah. am. I have to cut my own road because I'm unemployable. We're sitting here and catching up. Kevin Morrison here in the kitchen, Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Thanks for joining us tonight here on the Modern Eater Show. We're going to assemble your favorite taco, right? Yep. Next segment, we're going to assemble this uh, favorite taco, taco of Kevin. And I wanted to just ask you for, about the spicy pickle. Number one lesson you learned out of that whole thing, 10 years of your life. Control your own destiny. That's it, you know. How, how did those that, you know, they're looking in this business especially, such small margins. And it's funny, they put break at 30. I've been doing this for 20 years. But then it's like, chef, uh, turn, the, turn the stove on. You know, type yeah, of right. Um, you've got you've got this going on, and we're you're migrating into the future. Are you going to give us a glimpse of next time you're bored, what you're going to do? Oof. You've got to be thinking about not, it right I'm now. Superstitious. I have something uh, I'm churning. Is there something I'm talking about to some? Friends. Well, they always say burger, pizza, taco. Yeah, it's not going to be pizza. It's not going to be pizza. There's too many. Do you like pizza? Though? I love. It's you one of my Chicago favorite foods. For a while. Yeah. No. There's. Uh, I mean, my buddy owns Markle's Coal-Fired Pizza. My buddy Drew owns Fat Sully's. I don't want to compete with those guys. <laughs> they do a good job. They do a great job. And, uh, pizza in Denver stepping up a little it, bit. The whole restaurant scene in Denver is awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, I travel a lot and, uh, you know, and talking to other chefs around the cities and restaurant tours, and it's a good scene. I mean, we have other restaurant tours coming here and opening places. So that's always a good sign. It is interesting if you think about it. We have I like I'd be curious about the restaurants per capita of good restaurants. Yeah. Because you come to Denver, we've only got five million people in Colorado. And we've got a ton of great restaurants. You go to places I mean I I liken Colorado to a mm -hmm. an LA, San Francisco, mm -hmm. any day of the week. Because I mean, you live here. And then, no, I, I, I travel and I was just out there and there's some great 
great restaurants, yeah. but we've got a lot here. We have a lot, and a lot of them are approachable. I mean, from a from a just a dining standpoint to a dollar standpoint, they're mm-hmm. so much more approachable than other cities. It's yeah. amazing. You hear a lot of people complain about ticket prices. In, in here in Denver, you go to another city, you're going to spend a lot more on an entree. Um, For sure. Yeah, truly, you are. Yeah. We're going to cut. It's 630 on 630 KHOW, iHeart Radio Station, uh, live at Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Brian Freeman, Greg Hollenbag, Jay Parker, Little Rich Schneider's in the Little Rich Corner with Chris Johnson. There he is, Rome Sausage. Uh, cool. Chris, some ingredients tonight being used by Kevin. That will be awesome. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll assemble these tacos, talk some food when we come back right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeart Radio. Are we, are, are, we, are we in there? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, it's like Schwarzenegger and Dan DeVito from Twins. <laughs> I know. Hey, man, thanks for coming down, brother. We thanks love for having me. You come down. Thank you. Uh, what's happening over at Rome? You know, we're seeing uh, a lot of uh, custom opportunities pop up in the last 30, 60 days. Nice. And I think a large part of that is a minimum wage increase in Denver. I think restaurateurs are getting, you know, a little bit uh, gun shy about hiring new folks and paying these, you know, the high minimum wage that they're looking at. So they're, they're looking to outsource. You know, a, a consistent, you know, uh, production from somebody else. So it's been a blessing for us. Yeah. Which, uh, so, so tell us, what's your, when, it, when we're all hibernating and we want those stronger flavors, what's the, what's the sausage? What's the product? Well, we do see a lot of chorizo uh, in winter and uh, really any of the bulk items like breakfast, uh, Italian bulk, hot Italian bulk, chorizo. Um, you know, it's comfort food season. So, like, you know, pastas, lasagnas breakfast burritos, that kind of stuff. So we see more of the bulk uh, in those winter months and more of the links in the uh, summer grilling months. Awesome. Hey, reach out to Rome. There's none better. We'll be right back at Studio Kitchen Colorado. We've got a lively crowd here in the house tonight, and things are just heating up, and I think it's because of the man of the hour. Kevin Morrison, there you are. What's I want up? I want to say pea tacos so bad on the air. Say it. I say just, it. Just say it, man. I, I say it. Just say it. Say it. I might get sued, though. <laughs> I have a cease and desist order Do against you really? Me. Yeah. A few years ago. A few years ago, you got one. By who? The city? No, the city suggested I change the name. There's a company out in L.A. that uh, has a very similar name. Okay. All right. They were in business. Well, but, isn't there always. But I like this name, too. It's Taco Tequila Whiskey. And um, you're going to assemble one of these tacos. Again, let's do a recap. What are you making? Yeah, so this is our queso a la plancha taco, vegetarian. This is the first taco that we ever got pressed on in Denver. Westward Magazine came to our um, taco wagon at Pearl Street Market on a Sunday. And the reporter, Lori Mitson, ordered this, Lord. fell in love with it, and wrote, us about, wrote up about it. And uh, it's just been blowing up ever since. And there it is. It's, there held, it is. it's held the course. All right. And yeah. this is vegetarian. This is vegetarian. And, uh, like, meat eaters love it. Like, we get so many meat eaters that said, no, I'll never try it. So we'd send it out to the table. Or if we had a food show, we'd send it out to them, and they fell in love with it. I love it. So we're going to we're gonna start. We start with we only use rock-laden tortillas. Of course. We make, we'll work with three here. So we have our corn tortillas. We only use corn tortillas. This is our griddled cotilla cheese. Oh, that looks so good. So, they, so it's a cow's milk cheese. They call it the Mexican Parmesan. It tastes very similar to, Me- to uh, Parmesan. Does it take on a different flavor at that point? The cheese, once you griddle it like this, all it caramelizes, so mm-hmm. it brings out the natural saltiness mm-hmm. in the cheese and a little bit of a nutty flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a great combination. This is our house. It's just, just guacamole. Oh, we, you know, smashed avocados, salt, and lime, and that's it. Interesting. No garlic. No. Uh, nope. Nope. Just, and our, you're back. Your three ingredients. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Right. <laughs> and then our roasted tomatillo salsa. 
Perfect. And then go ahead and try that. Make sure you get some lime you on there. The acid's going to acid's going to kind of bring yeah. everything together. All right, Brian. And I know that this is right up your alley too, Brian. Is this hot though? Spicy hot? Yeah, Brian. No, no, no. no, no the no, tomatillo. You got a little baby yeah, stomach, no, on Brian. No, no. no, I'm not a fan of heat. So there's a little. You're not. Not at all. There's a little serrano chili in the salsa, but uh, very mild. More of a background heat. Mm. And I love the way it eats, too. Now, you could put some protein on there. <laughs> you could. I don't like, know why you'd want to, but <laughs> you could. Hey, man, back off. I got, a, I got a cool dish right here we just created tonight. That's delicious. And you're right, you do need that. That acid. is insane. Isn't that good? Yeah. Simple. Very simple, very delicious. That's great. That just keeps... Well, the cheese, you notice, I mean... Yeah. Very specific flavor profiles in each one of his right. three ingredients, which yeah. makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, just layers of flavor. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Traditionally, uh, a lot of Mexican food, American Mexican food, lots of cheese. Traditional Mexican food, not so much cheese. Not so much, yeah. At all. Yeah. So that's yeah. a great dish. Yeah, not the yellow stuff. What do you got? Yeah, not the yellow stuff. So what this is the, the chorizo. Um, we did, we roasted some coal roasted, some sweet potatoes. Pureed it down with just a little bit of cumin to add a little, another level of uh, flavor. That's so good. I got and then we're going to put a little chorizo on here. And then we're going to finish this one with a little bit of feta cheese. It's going to get a little bit of a tang and a little bit of saltiness. Now that's shocking to me. You're throwing feta on there. Yeah, it's a little different. But it, all the flavors marry really well together and it works. Give that. Give that a Give that a try. The chorizo is awesome. It's got a little kick to it, which is really nice. <laughs> Three ingredients as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's this is not coincidence, it. is it? Some of the other dishes on uh, on the menu. Yeah, so uh, our lingua, our cow tongue, that's been really popular. My other favorite is the carnitas braised pork butt. It's a really nice dish. Then we crisp it up on the plancha right before service. That's a really nice dish. I really appreciate it when a chef will take parts that w most people are afraid of. Tripe, yeah, we're, we're doing lingua. More, the, I mean, what, the lingua's been on the menu from the food truck days, and it's always done really well. We've played around with duck tongue. We've uh, That's nice. A little bit hard to work with because it's so little. Little, yeah. But it's uh, it's got a cool flavor. That has a little heat to it. A little bit, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, I like the sweetness of the sweet potato. I love this. That, Not just like I love this one. This that, is great. That might hit our brunch menu. That with an egg over it is awesome. I can see that for sure. That's fantastic. Oh, man, these everybody behind us is like, hey, when do we get these? It, smell, <laughs> little, it smells good in here. A little bit of food. Uh, studio Kitchen, so you're cooking over fire, right? Cooking over fire, yeah, I love it. How about uh, fish and, and uh, beer? You're doing a lot fish of Fish and beer, a lot of our stuff's over fire. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a grill, maybe about about this size, actually. But, man, our grill person, she cranks out the oysters, whole bass, octopus. We do a lobster mac and cheese, but the grill, lobster's grilled whole. And then the mac and cheese is oh, on the side. Golly. Yeah, it's a great dish. Man. Yeah. That, okay, me and you, we're going on a date, Brian, right there <laughs> for that one. I like it. Uh, uh Food trucks. You start out in a food truck. Is that something out of necessity, or did you want to do that? Well, I mean, it, you know, I wanted to test the market, and it's what I had the money for. You know, I didn't have the money to do a brick and mortar, so uh, I sold some shares in my old company, Spicy Pickle, mm -hmm. to finance that project. Yeah. 
and um, found the company down in Alabama, bought a, bought a Ford F-150 on Saturday, drove down there on Sunday, and drove back that following week and uh, got it wrapped, it. and I was in business. Seems like you move quick. When you're ready to do when I'm ready, When I'm ready to go, I go. Rock and roll. It might take me a little while to get there, but once I'm there, I'm there. Are you still prepping three days a week? No. Unfortunately, I have to do some office stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, business, as you get bigger, yeah. it, it, for How some reason. How do you stay connected, gets, though? How do I stay connected? Yeah, yeah I'm jumping back in the kitchen. Like, my aunt, Tori's here with me. She she runs everything. She kind of she made sure I showed up on time tonight. Without her, I, without her, I wouldn't be. Wait, you were here first. Okay. She came here a little You weren't bit. supposed to say that. <laughs> Hopefully the guy in the studio is going to edit that out. No, but she runs her office. She runs basically the business end of things. Mm-hmm. So she's letting me get back into the kitchen now, which is I'm grateful for. And that's where I belong. That's where I like to be. Right. That's where I'm happy. That's why I was wondering. You went through so many um, corporate changes within yourself. Yeah. Like a corporate mindset. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, over the years, I, as we grew, I think I found myself thinking about things too much. Mm-hmm. And then... The last year, the last six months, probably, it's. I was talking to some uh, mentors of mine. One's my brother and some other mentors, and they're like, man, you need to just go back to the basics and keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And that's now that's what I'm doing. Gotcha. And that's where I'm happier, and it's, it's, so far it's working out. In, biv- in business, I always talk about pivoting, yep. no, knowing when you need to take a left turn. Yeah, you got to pivot for sure. Yeah, yeah. Some of the pivot moments in your life. Um, I th- probably my biggest one. I've, ha- I've had cancer twice, twice, so that was a big moment. It kind of made me stop and think about what I want to do. And you, you know, life's short. You, you can never be, never take tomorrow for granted. So that was a big one, especially the second when it came around the second time. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I've been in remission. I mean, ten ten years. Hallelujah! Well, congratulations. So, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Great. It's all good. That's great. So every so you know, sometimes I forget, and then. Once a year, I go back for my check, but I'm like, yeah, I need to check myself. And Does that make you take the, your foot off the pedal or just put things in different perspective? Just put things in a different perspective. Yeah. 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 So guys out there in this business right now that are, you know, struggling, like, do I keep the doors open? Do I close them? Uh, how do I continue? Do, am I working on the right brand? I always talk about the power of quitting. Actually knowing when you're taking your sweat equity of something, but it's yeah. ruining your potential equity. No, it, I mean, there's, else. you know, there's sometimes it's it's good to quit something. Um, luckily, I have a great team, and that's who I lean on when things get hard. I just kind of, we, we just gather around and we talk, and it's like, hey, do we want to keep going with this brand or this concept or this location? And, you know, I have a great team. I have accounting, HR, and Tori and admin, director of ops. So it's, it's like a real business. A, it, it, yeah, it's like it's like a grown-up business. Like, I can do this for a living. It's a good one. Yeah. Expansion. Now you moved right. into Arizona. Well, we, we moved in and then we moved out You're three out. years later. Yeah. You're, you're in yeah. and out. Yeah. And that's a pivoting point. It was a, good, it was a good education for me and I think for my team. And it made me stop and think about how important working with good quality people is. Mm-hmm. That was our downfall. We had a great location, beautiful store. Uh, we just didn't, I didn't put the right people in the right positions. Talent and, uh, is hard. I mean, I'll tell you, these really days hard. there's yeah. a lot of, you know, good businesses out there. There's a lot of emerging new businesses and emerging technologies all over the place. And you've got people's attention going every direction in my my eyes. Yeah. Um, so I think it's hard. I wish we had a lot more time with you tonight because I'd really like to go in the business side of where you've come from and how you, you know, transitioned out of a, you know, huge starting at a truck, going to the corporate level, 
coming back down to a truck, you know, in a sense. Yeah, that was my probably biggest challenge was the business end of things. That was the biggest gap. Um, a creative mind. A lot of it learned the hard way, which I'm fine yeah. with. Yeah. And then uh, a lot of it is just trial and error. Are you, you more know, of the creative type? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not the book guy. You can, I'm not the one that you can vision it. I just don't know where to start to build it. Yeah, I can vision it. I, I know how to get there. Mm -hmm. I have trouble sometimes communicating my sure. thoughts, and that's why it gets frustrating, and I'm sure I frustrate my staff. Tori, she's shaking her head. Yep, yep. Um, somehow we get there. Yeah. I don't know how. A lot, of, a lot of meetings at the cigar bar with a bottle of whiskey. Oh, that always works, yeah. right? Uh, so we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Let's talk sourcing. Let's talk ingredients, the cool. importance of ingredients, and then local companies, too. Yeah. How do we support one another within our community? I think that's very important. Again, Kevin Morrison here with us. Tacos, tequila, whiskey, and fish and beer. He's assembled some great tacos. Which was your favorite, Brian? You know, I actually like the first one better. Did you? Uh, just because I, I was down I, with the second. Yeah. I mean, both equally delicious, but the second one. Well, totally different flavors. That, yeah. that second one with the little sweet potato in there. Still lingering yeah. in my mouth. Oh, yeah. What do we need? What are we missing? Tequila. <laughs> you need the tequila. Okay, we're going to break off, come back, do in the kitchen. Chris Johnson from Rome Sausage is going to join us with Kevin Morrison. All's well in the world. It's a beautiful Saturday night in the doldrums of the end of fall, man. Uh, winter equinox is upon us here shortly, and then we'll get back into that winter. And then our favorite season, springtime. springtime. And the road trip, lots going but on. But I will tell you some of the most beautiful sunrises that we've had in a long time in last week. Uh, like, you would have to be up for sunrise. I know. I that's a weird thing for you, isn't it? I only know one <laughs> 6 o'clock in the day, and that's at night. Okay, we're going to break off. Come right back. Little Rich is in the Little Rich corner. we got two suited guys. I think they're FBI agents. I don't trust either one of them. But we'll break off, and we'll come right back to Studio Kitchen, Colorado, and the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. That's correct, Greg. Uh, where were you last Tuesday at 8 p.m.? We need to know. <laughs> hey, look who I've got in the corner here, Mr. John Irvin from Gluten-Free Things. Welcome. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having us on. John, now, John, you're such a strong supporter of the whole industry. You do such a great job. How are you positioning your business going into the future? Well, what we're doing is we're uh, actually well, we're talking to you and having you kind of help us out with trying to figure out where we want to go marketing-wise. We've decided that we're going to go through food service and do we're going to forget about the grocery stores and that kind of stuff we might do it you know if we get asked or something sure, sure. but uh we have a uh, gourmet product that i think that the restaurants would really like and, and what product is that well actually my big sellers right now are my english muffins and my pitas and my pita pockets which are seven inch and people are, we're, we're making the heck out of them well i tell you that pancake mix and waffle mix that i had last week if you've got a restaurant a a, a hotel whatever and you want to make gluten-free pancakes, waffles, whatever, this is the guy. Try his mix. It is incredible. We're going to take a break, and you're going to be amazed at the voice you hear at the break. It sounds just like this guy. Feed me now. Are we coming back? It's the Modern Eater Show. That's right, boy. And now it's time for In the Kitchen. How am I supposed to keep on feeding you? Kill people? Run you by. Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions, award-winning competition cooks and purveyors of specialty barbecue supplies right here in Denver, Colorado. ProudSoulsBBQ.com. Feed me all night long. Thanks, Rod. Yes. All 
night long right here in Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Well, at least until 8 o'clock. Yeah. You know, hey, that's uh, all, all night for me, that's as the old time. guy says. You know, that's good enough. Greg Hollenbach, Brian Freeman, back in Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Kevin Morrison rejoining us. Uh, chef, to tacos, tequila, whiskey, no and. No and. They're all there. Yep. There's no ands equally the same. Are you selling a lot of whiskey? That, that's all right. We put yeah. the whiskey. Why'd you feel? Yeah, that's. I'm a whiskey guy. Okay. I, at that time, I didn't. I didn't really wasn't a tequila guy at all. Yeah. I love tacos. I love whiskey. Well, luckily you weren't like a white claw guy. Right. Yeah, tacos, no. tequila, white no. claw. <laughs> I mean, our our product line is small, so everything we use is real. We use really high quality vendors. But yeah, whiskey because of me. I was asking the other day, uh, what are some of your favorites that out there? And you shared with us earlier your favorite tequila. If I'm yeah, buying Uno Dos Tres. Yeah, Uno and Dos Tres. Even if I'm buying, I'll probably, I'll probably get it. You'll throw down on yeah. that? Brian, yeah. what's yours? Mine is Fortaleza. Fortaleza is good, yeah. I'm a Fortaleza guy. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, Fortaleza is really good. Chris and Jen Johnson, welcome to the show. Rome Sausage. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you guys. Local Thank ingredients. You. Yeah. It's kind of fun. You fixing the microphone for her? I am. Bringing it up there so she, yeah. she doesn't want to be on the mic. Is that what I'm no, seeing? She's really Why? <laughs> I'm just not a radio girl. Well, that, I mean, well, yeah, here's an easy question. You like tequila? I love tequila. There we go. You're a radio gal Perfect. right there. <laughs> that was easy. She's got a face for TV, and I'm more radio guy, so it's a nice kind of <laughs> symbiotic. Yeah, it's good ba- team. Balance things yeah. out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Kevin, where do you start, Chef, with uh, sourcing ingredients? I think it all starts with the conception of the, the dish. You know, you start with what is going on in the dish. Sure. And, and then from there, you build up. You start with the bottom and build up. We started with the tortillas, and we've researched a lot of companies. We met Little Rich, mm-hmm. been with him from day one, and haven't changed. Yeah. And then from there, it's just whatever you're doing. Is it a cheese? Is sure. it a protein? Is it a vegetable? And then you just kind of figure out what season. You know, obviously, you know what season right. you're in, but then you kind of assemble the dish from there. And relationships are a lot, too. Relationships are huge, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We've been with vendors. Uh, years and I mean, I've been self-employed for 20 years. So I work with some of the same vendors. Exactly. So that's nice. It's great to hear. So yeah, when really and, and thank you, because we said, Rome Sausage is going to be in the house tonight. Hey, Chef, do you mind doing this? And it's kind of a funky little thing, because it's like, all right, I already use sausage yeah. from somebody else. But I'm glad I got, I'm glad. Chris is here today because, you know, he's opening my eyes to some new stuff and, and gives me some new ideas. So Great point, awesome. because I wanted to actually uh, expound upon that. So a lot of times you're in your own little bubble. Yeah, it, it's you easy know? to get tunnel vision. Sure. And that's why you have to get out, and, you know, the Internet makes it easy to research new products. Now. Uh-huh. You, I mean, you can go anywhere in the world that's sitting at your desk or in your bed or wherever. Um, but traveling, nothing's like being there and touching it and feeling it and eating it. Truly. Um, but, yeah, it's just trying new products. Yeah. And then from then, it just sparks your innovation. Yeah. Chris, what do you do with that? You know, you've got your relationships with folks, obviously, right. all over the place. But cultivating new relationships, kind of cool to talk to Kevin tonight. And Absolutely, maybe man. I mean, you know, it makes my heart feel good because we're producing soulful, you know, straightforward, you know, products in the small batch scenario. And it, uh, it's nice to, to find guys who appreciate that. And, you know, I think we're a company that's set up uh, in a way that we need to, you know, reach chefs, you know, bring items to them and go, hey, look, this isn't the normal stuff. This isn't the normal, like, run-of-the-mill, mass-produced stuff. We're making great stuff here. If it's what you're doing, let's let's move forward kind yeah. of thing. So, Talk about it. Yeah. And, and so you do that a lot. And I said Mrs. Sausage to you tonight. <laughs> She's like, do I hit him or do I embrace that? You're Mr. Sausage. Yeah. You, you guys live this. This is your life. Right. You love this type of right. thing. Um, this was perfect for me 
good taste. I'd, I'd be interested to taste the original, I guess, this, I would say. This is really good. Is it really good? That's why we're talking after the show. This is really good. <laughs> and is that really what it comes down to? Because a lot of times, regardless of relationships and accessibility, which are big a lot of times, sometimes you just go, mm, I can't be without that. That's pretty good. Yeah, sometimes when you get introduced to a product, it just you fall in love with it and your imagination just takes off. And you're like, i got to work with that product or that company. Mm -hmm. What's new with you? We've been swamped, man. And I, and I was telling Rich on the break that uh, – We've seen a lot of folks come to us and say, hey, we want you to produce our meatball or our sausage or this or that because uh, we're having a hard time getting consistent product out and we're worried about the minimum wage increase. And we've got to find somebody who can make this consistently in the same kind of hands-on, small batch, quality-centered uh, scenario that we do. Um, so that's been a blessing for us um, as far as that business coming our way. So, And your offerings are vast. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we always say yes when the phone rings. What, what type of things are you selling right now? Uh, we're doing um, a hand-rolled meatball for an Italian chain here. It's got five stores. And the founder of the company told me the other day, older guy, he shook my hand. He's like, hey, man, you saved my business. I'm like, well, that's high praise, but thank you. It's just a meatball, you know. Um, and uh, we're doing some uh, custom Italian sausage, and we're going to do a burger blend for a, 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 a quick-moving uh, burger concept. Um, so we're rocking and rolling, man. Building new relationships. Mm -hmm. I know uh, Aspen Baking's a new relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do a little bit with those guys. They, they're doing some catering. Uh, they have a catering division, so we do uh, some patties uh, for the folks over at Aspen. So yeah. good people. Kevin, what are you looking for? What would you like to find? Is there anything I'd out there? I'd love to find something that no one else has. Yeah. Which, you know, is there anything? I don't think there's – no, there's, there's not nothing. Anything. Did you know this is going to be a sales call live on the air? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Not, not as far as, as sausage goes, but just yeah. anything ingredient in general. Well, it, you know, something's interesting, and we've got to go to break here. But what's interesting is is how do we process the foods? The other day I was looking at something, and it, it, somebody froze something before they gave it to me. Uh -huh. And I'm like, what if you did that on purpose? As opposed to, because, you know, some, sometimes you can freeze a tomato or something like yeah, that. Right. right, right, right. Peel the skin or something. You know, th but there's different things, and that's where I wonder if something's going to come new out of that because of the way we handle it or post-harvest post processing. Of yeah, that's a good point. I'm sure there are. I mean, there's so many chefs out there that really push the edge, especially with, um, um, uh, what is it called? Just, um, the Just cooking on. with uh, 